Hello, welcome to the Inside Scoop. Everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. Our superintendent has said many times that our district's number one priority is the safety of all students and staff. Without it, quality teaching and learning can't happen. That's why Cobb has been proactive, establishing our district as a leader in this area. Here to discuss the latest developments is the Deputy Superintendent of Human Resources and Operations, John Adams, and he's joined by two of our stellar school principals, Shay Thomas of Kemp Elementary and Matt Moody of North Cobb High School. Thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. All right, John, let's start with you. When people hear the word security in an institutional setting like a school district, they imagine we're talking about security guards, cameras, and that sort of thing. But the reality is it's a much broader range of things to consider. So when we say safety, what exactly are we talking about for the school district? Are we talking about bad weather, bomb threats, active shooter? What uh, exactly is the the topic? The short answer is all the above. Mm. Uh, As the superintendent said, the most important thing we do is keep 113,000 students safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent my first seven years as an adult in Cobb County as a Cobb County police officer. So this topic is near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the most impo- really is the most important thing that we do. So there, there are different aspects to security. There is security in the physical sense, making sure that people don't gain unaccessed entry to our facilities. <clears throat> There's security in the sense of maintaining a safe facility that's safe from hazards in the workplace, uh, puddles that could cause a slip and fall injury, dangerous <laughs> objects, things like that from a, a risk management standpoint as well. Yeah, you don't normally think about that, but that's that's a reality. I remember uh, many years ago uh, when Kennesaw State was still Kennesaw College, they had a lawsuit because somebody slipped and fell. All of a sudden, they had to pay some big bucks out. So that's that's nothing to sneeze at. But the focus of the uh, safety and security issues of late are primarily along what lines? Well, as you're aware, we, we do multiple fire drills a year. But thank goodness there has not been a child killed in an American public school fire in decades. Because we've gotten so good at training kids... Uh, that and, and, and also in combination with improvements in construction methods, sprinkler systems, et cetera, that although we train for that a lot and we should, uh, we've gotten so good at that that there has not been, thank goodness, a fatality in decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that you don't always associate with security that is a, especially a concern uh, with a school district is transportation, security and safety in a transportation sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lately, obviously, there's been a whole lot of uh, media attention, rightfully so, on school shootings. But the the statistical reality is, thank goodness, school shootings are extraordinarily rare and very unlikely statistically. We still have to prepare for them, train for them, train staff and train students, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But the most dangerous thing that our students, our teenage students do, is drive to and from school. (laughs) Per mile, it is it is much more dangerous to drive yourself to school than to ride the bus. So it's important that in addition to what we'll talk about with school shootings and, uh, and other safety issues, that parents uh, make sure that their kids don't text and drive and that they drive safely. Yeah, just being a good citizen would, would say that. But uh, now that's something that, that really and truly the school district doesn't have a whole lot of control over other than 
educating the, the students. And that's no small thing. I mean, that's, that's to be committed. I know that when it comes to inclement weather situations, you guys take student driving uh, as a big consideration. Major factor. And uh, by the way, your, your weather podcast was uh, stellar, as I believe <laughs> uh, many people enjoyed your comedy routine embedded mm-hmm. within that. Um, the, um, okay, so what training is done for the staff with regard to the elements of safety and security that we can control? I'm going to be a little cryptic because part of safety is making sure that you don't release information, give away your playbook potentially to bad guys. Right, so I'm going to right. be a little a little veiled and cryptic on purpose here. But mm. we train all of our staff members at least annually uh, on uh, what to do in certain safety situations. We do have an award-winning uh, and I'll give you the credit, David, because you, you, you directed and produced it, multiple award-winning video uh, on st- for staff on what to do in the case of an intruder or a school shooting. Uh, fantastic video, and we're extremely proud of it. We do not show it to the public because it is clearly safety-related, so you are an unsung hero in that regard. But it starts with training, and that's the best example of training that we have right there. Okay. Um Thank you, first of all. I appreciate the accolades. Uh, It was a team effort, absolutely, and um, I'll put the check in the mail this afternoon. (laughs) Uh, The video is just a part of the overall training, as you mentioned. Now, I know that the uh, Cobb County School District's own police department, not the Cobb Police Department, but Cobb County School District's police department, is heavily involved in training staff. Um, I feel like I'm ignoring my principles here. You guys are a great resource for us to hear from. Tell us what the experience your staff has had interacting with our police department. Uh, have they come to your school? How does that normally play out for your staffers? I'll say, yes, okay. we have a police officer that visits our school daily. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very accessible to our staff. When we show the training video, she's there to answer questions because our staff always has a lot of questions. They want to make sure that they're prepared to do what they need to in the event of emergency. But I feel very fortunate to have our campus officer and just our police department in general. Um, yeah, we are we, we are kind of unique in that regard. Yes. Right? I mean, John, you, you could probably speak to that. And they're very proactive in helping our schools and informing us and helping us be prepared. We have 66 uh, highly trained, very experienced campus officers, school district police officers, actually. They're not just campus officers. They're all post-certified, sworn, and have on average approaching 20 years of experience. We do an excellent job under the leadership of Chief Story, who's a retired uh, Cobb County police deputy chief. Excellent job cherry-picking the right officers with tremendous training Mm -hmm. from Cobb and and other departments. I'll give you an example. our dedicated emergency uh, planning specialist, and I don't know of any other districts that have one, especially not one of this caliber, but we have an officer, uh, Phil Bradford. He's a retired mm-hmm. sergeant from the Cobb Police Department where he was in charge of emergency planning for all of Cobb County. And then prior to that, he had uh, 20-something years in the U.S. Army with the Special Forces and retired as a colonel. So he is, he is literally thinking every minute of every day that he's at work on how to plan for the worst and prepare our students and staff. He's interacting with us constantly within our own building here. And I can tell you, you're right. It seems like every conversation is turned toward what are we doing to be safe? 
And he puts a lot of the responsibility back on us to do the right things. So, again, looking out at, at the school environment and your staffs, um, Matt, tell us, how, how does the high school staff? Well, at uh, North Cobb, we have two full-time officers that are on, on campus and uh, with almost 3,000 kids. They are just uh, an outstanding resource for our kids, and I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later. But um, our teachers, uh, the relationships, I've seen them develop but just by simply walking down the hall and talking, you know, communicating with the teachers. Mm-hmm. They've created that uh, trust between the staff and, and uh, their assigned responsibilities. And um, I think our parents really um, are uh, at ease having officers on, on campus. Oh, sure. uh, I think that makes them uh, feel a little more secure when they send their child to us. Like Mr. Adams said, that's our number one job is uh, making sure they're safe so that we can concentrate on on teaching and learning and, and those things. But um, I've had a great relationship with those two in my brief time at North Cobb, and I've been at two other high schools in the district. And I really think, and you said it well, I think uh, Ms. Officer Story does a great job getting the right person to the right environment uh, all through the district, especially from the high school perspective that I have, uh, really feel supported by by the district and uh, uh, Officer Pickett and Officer Story down here. Now, I know that uh, in terms of potential, uh, I, I don't want to imply anything here by any means, and, and audience members, please understand, but for a, a police officer to truly uh, help protect a school building, they have to understand who's in it. And from what I've heard, your campus officers are absolutely amazing in terms of connecting and understanding the students and staff out there at yeah. the various schools. All right. So moving on, what what uh, what role do you think the students play in keeping each other safe? Let's, uh, O'Shea, let's Let's go to you on that. Well, that's a tough one. At an elementary level, we have a range of ages, five-year-olds to 10 10 and even 11-year-olds, and that's a big difference in students. So, But we get the message to our kids that they need to always listen to their teachers. They need to follow the rules. Anything that we have in place, we need to take seriously. Um, one thing that we do have to tell our kids are just not opening doors to let anyone in. Because wow. it could be, and we talk to them, uh, it could be one of their neighbors is knocking on the back door, and, but we should only enter through the front door. And um, even if you know somebody, don't let them in. And that's got to be hard because they're also taught to be kind, to be courteous. Right. Hey, the door's locked. Let me in. Exactly. But they know not to do it. And yeah. they understand and they can do it with a smile. And, and what about you, Matt? What, what do you? Well, um, you know, from a student perspective, uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a little challenging with the social media uh, phenomenon that we have to deal with from a high school standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that can help us. I mean, I know high schools uh, that actually monitor social media so that, uh, you know, they'll have an assistant principal that kind of just surfs those uh, uh, frequent uh, attended sites, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's Snapchat or, you know, Twitter or Instagram. And um, that way, uh, oftentimes, it affords us the ability to head off any uh, 
potential problems between yeah. students. Um, Just staying tuned into the what's happening in the culture. Exactly. Of your but right? I, I really think our officers have done a good job. So at the beginning of every school year, we have our class meetings and administrators get up and, and it's kind of pushing information out and kind of setting the expectation. And, and obviously the principals uh, participate in that. But really getting the officers up in front of you know, our ninth graders and then our 10th graders, 11th graders and our seniors and reminding them that if they see something, um, contact an adult, find an administrator, a teacher or go see the officer himself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, don't feel bad if you think something's kind of out of whack or, you know, uh, is a bit uh, concerning. Go Go let someone know so we can be mindful of that and check out, you know, is it, mm-hmm. a, is it a potential issue that we need to deal with? Sure. So yeah. I, think, I think the officers have done a great job establishing that kind of relationship with the kids, and uh, that in turn has created a trusting relationship from the kids toward the officers. Because sometimes that can kind of be tricky in today's <laughs> world we live in. Sure, sure. And our officers are... Uh, very relatable. The ones I've run into, at oh, least. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Uh, I've, I've seen them at football games, uh, for example, in the fall, uh, interacting with the kids. And it's not all about, hey, pipe down over there. It's, you know, what's happening? Yeah. Uh, how's your life? Uh, everything going, going well? So we've had a couple of videos produced to help students uh, play a more active role in keeping each other safe. In fact, that's uh, the title is We Keep Each Other Safe. And for each of the two, um, it's not levels, we have a third level is middle school, but uh, for each of the two age groups, we'll say K through 5 and 6 through 12, uh, we have two different approaches. Now, you've both seen the videos. Shay, can you talk to the video for K through 5 and tell me, what did you see there and how do you think your, your students uh, – currently behave and how might they respond to that video? It's kind of an unfair question, mm-hmm. but because the kids have not seen it. But what are your expectations, I guess, is the correct question. I, when I saw the video, I thought it was perfect. I was wondering how we were going to get a message across to K-5 students, mm-hmm. and I thought what was done was perfect. Um, there's just three key points that are very relatable to elementary school kids. And um, our kids already take drills, any t- any weather-related drill, code red drill. They take them very seriously because our staff takes them seriously. Mm, and huge. that trickles down from the training we've received. It's, it's all a trickle-down effect. It starts at the top. Mm-hmm. We've been well-informed about the seriousness and what we can do to put measures in place to keep our kids safe. Our staff feels empowered to do so, and our kids take that seriously. Well, that's fantastic because that's, that's an indication of, of how impactful uh, parent modeling proper behavior mm-hmm. is, right? Right. What about you, Matt? You know, the thing I noticed from a teacher's perspective uh, on the videos that they're trained on is, is the seriousness that they take it. I mean, you can hear a pin drop when when they're going mm-hmm. through their training. So um, that, in turn, like Shay said, uh, is then reinforced to our kids because a lot of times high schoolers, it's trying to get them to see the seriousness of a drill. Um, 
And I think, our, our, especially at North Cobb that I've dealt with, our teachers have done a good job walking them through the, the different types of drills, uh, letting them know the expectation from, you know, from a safety concern, you know, you know, just simply like we did before we started this, turning those cell phones off. Uh, that's one, one thing. Obviously, probably 90% of the high school kids have a cell phone on them, and if you're going through a drill, God forbid it to be a, a real situation. You want to you want to make sure of that. So I thought I thought the kids on the video did a good job of relating uh, how uh, serious they that all kids need to take these these uh, preparations. Yeah, let me let me uh, take the opportunity to uh, throw out kudos to the production class at uh, Kennesaw Mountain High School. They okay. pitched in, and, and their uh, teacher Jackie Collier was instrumental in helping yeah. make that happen. So at the risk of uh, Missing out on the wisdom from the esteemed John Adams over here. John, uh, you have a lot of experience in, uh, well, a lot of experience, period, but a lot of experience in relating to parents with regard to the safety of their children. Can you tell us what parents' role might be to uh, in, in supporting the school district's efforts at school? What role can they play at home to support that? Parents are the most important person, obviously, when it comes to keeping your kids safe, even keeping them safe in school. We need to start at home with parents encouraging kids, first of all, just to behave well at school. Don't engage in unsafe or disorderly behavior. That helps. And then encourage them, if there is an emergency, as the videos indicate, to do what their teacher tells them to do. Because that will go a long way towards helping the teacher manage that, that class if there is an emergency uh, or even just during a drill. And uh, so that's the first role. And, and I want to make sure we also cover someone we haven't mentioned. We've talked about the importance of parents, obviously the importance of teachers, our police officers, and our students. But one of the most important uh, groups are principals. We have two of them here, two excellent, mm -hmm. here, excellent ones here. Um, if something happens at North Cobb High School, they don't have the luxury to get on the phone and, and call and get me out of a meeting and ask me what to do. So their principal, in this case, Matt, has to make snap decisions to keep his kids safe. Oh, good point. And our principals do a fantastic job of keeping their kids safe, uh, often making literally life and death split-second decisions that could affect 3,000 kids. Uh, so other than parents, the most important person in keeping our kids safe would be those principals and then, by extension, the teachers. Very good point. Um, we've heard the phrase, time is money, but also time is lives. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there anything else that has come to mind that has crossed your minds as uh, safety related that that might be of interest to parents listening out there? Uh, you know, the uh, the whole Cobb Shield program. So I think there's like 12, 12 things that kind of fall under that umbrella. I've I've had parents come up to me, whether it's a magnet open house night or you know PTSA meeting or whatever, and it just seems like. Uh, they're in tune with what the district's trying to do and, and are very appreciative um, that the district's focus, rightly so, should be on safety first. And, and uh, I think it's just been well-received throughout the county. Well said. Cobb Shield isn't just a uh, short-term little campaign. It's a philosophy, a, a way of life, frankly, throughout the school district. And, and kudos to our superintendent because he saw that there was this need, and uh, he's been rather uh, proactive in that regard. 
So, folks, we've been listening to the panelists Shay Thomas of Kemp and Matt Moody of North Cobb High School, both stellar principals, very good at what they do, and, of course, Cobb's Deputy Superintendent of Human Resources and Operations, John Adams. Thank you all for pitching in your perspectives on this very important issue. You can learn more about the school district's commitment to safety by visiting CobbShield.com. It's got some great information about all of the areas of safety and the intense efforts to keep each other safe in our schools. Also, tell your friends that this podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play Music. If you like these podcasts or would like to suggest a topic, feel free to drop me an email at david.owen at cobk12.org. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Inside Scoop a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.